Welcome to episode 85 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on Tokyo Disney Resort and coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter at tdrexplorer, and also on Instagram under the same name, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Patricia, the official photographer for TDR Explorer, and you can find me on Twitter at Dream Sweets Love and on Instagram under the same name. And here is my ever adventuring and handsome co host, Chris. Yay! Hi. Hello. <laughs> that was very high energy. I liked it, Chris. It was. Um, yes, I'm Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and I'm the one easy. Easing, eating <laughs> all the seasonal offerings at the parks, um, and you can find me on my my personal Twitter at Burnin Lover, and yes, eating all eating all the food. Well, actually, I I ate some other stuff at the park today, and I'll talk about it a little bit when we get to our in the park section. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. I have some. Some stuff that I haven't had in a while, so I'm very excited to talk about it very briefly. Ooh, Super okay. Super excited. But before we start, we're just going to talk really quick about our Patreon, and we want to say thank you to everyone who's already contributing to our Patreon. You, you explorers are fantastic. You help keep this show going, and we cannot thank you enough. And if you... Uh, pledge five, uh, five, $5 or more, uh, you get access to our episodes 24 hours before everybody else does. So you get to know everything that much quicker, which is awesome. And then we also have our um, our perk for $15 or more. You get access to our bonus episodes. And we already have, what is it, four? We have four already. So you get access to all of them. And plus all the ones that we do from here on out so that's pretty awesome you can and hear all our secret talk our secrets uh it's uncensored <laughs> uh we talk about things that we're not probably we're probably never gonna talk about on here so <laughs> <laughs> yeah make sure make sure you go check it out we talk about and- what we're drinking before we record <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't give away our secrets okay sorry it's a secret i know <laughs> All right, but yes, if you if you would like to contribute to our Patreon, you can uh, visit the link in our show notes, or you can also go to patreon.com slash TDR now. Okay, so what are we what are we talking about this this episode? Mm, you know, we're in like the middle of like the season, so it's I don't know, it's kind of like a like a downtime, which is good if you're visiting the parks because it's not so crowded. And we're going to talk about that in the crowd forecast. But before we do, we're going to talk about a little bit of news. We're also going to talk about tips for visiting Tokyo during a holiday. It's a little different from normal times, and we'll get into details about that. We'll talk about 
our park tip and also um, answer some listener questions. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how I feel like, like, because there's not a lot of news right now. No, know? there's not. There's not too much going on. It's very, very quiet. Very quiet. Yeah. Um, maybe well, that means there's I, a big announcement coming, though. Who knows? Uh, you know, when maybe. it gets too quiet, it's like you feel like, oh, they're holding on to something. <laughs> Something's going to happen. <laughs> but, but. One thing that kind of came out of nowhere that I like I didn't know about this was so this was like a few days ago there was a rumor that the Toontown gate was being like removed and then finally the next day after the rumor came out the 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 Toontown gate was like boarded up and everything. Yeah, that was interesting. And I you know, you knew something was coming, but to be honest, I and we should have really suspected it would be coming sooner because why would they do this so early? If you would have gone to the top of the the Star Jets, you would have seen like a whole section leading into the new land that's already painted. And I thought, huh, that's interesting that they did that so quickly. You know, I guess the land is coming along nicely, but I never thought about it any more than that. And, but if you think about it for them tearing down the entrance, it kind of makes sense. So they'll probably be using it sooner rather than later but I was shocked I saw the rumor and I'm like what I'm like oh my god I gotta get to the parks and I'm like oh I can't because I'm working every day and I'm like no and so I missed I missed the beginning of the of the end the beginning of the end <laughs> so yeah for um, for those listeners who don't know like to go from Tomorrowland into Toontown at Tokyo Disneyland we have this like archway like archway gate I guess like yeah. it's like to go into Toontown, Toontown, like you you like don't have to go through the gate. Like you didn't have to. Like there was like a little path that went around it and everything. But now it's like all covered up and boarded. Like they're taking it down, um, and they removed the sign that says Toontown, and they moved it like onto the uh, construction wall, so, where it says like Welcome to Toontown and everything. And um, the reason why it's kind of sad is because that was the original when Toontown first opened back in... It was 1996, wasn't it? Like, it was in the late 90s. Yeah. That's when Toontown opened. So that's another piece of, you know, Tokyo Disneyland history that's going away, which is a little sad, right? I feel like I'm going to miss the decorations there. Like the like the Christmas and Halloween. You know, that's like... That's what kind of like the most I'm like... I should have paid more attention. I should have taken more pictures before they tore it down, you know, because I'm like, oh, it was so cool. It was, it was just so sudden, you know. Yeah, it just, like, it was one of those things that, you know, I they've, they've released, like, um, like, you know, concept art and stuff that they're doing for Fantasyland. And, of course, that includes pieces of Toontown because they're adding the, the new uh, Minnie Mouse um, meet-and-greet house uh-huh, uh-huh. thing there so you know of course they're doing something there but i never i never really pieced it together that they would change like the entrance right so yeah and it's such a yeah. such a visually striking entrance and i mean like to be honest though i mean really it's for the best because if, if there's one thing you know that you could say which is like a downside to disneyland and what i wish you know remember we would talk about this before like how i wish like you could just like you know, like tear it down and make it as gorgeous as Disney Sea, and this is kind of like a step towards that. You know, you're really taking the area and like hyper theming it. 
you know and I feel like this is just going to add to that area in a really nice way in the end but like you said it's sad to see that piece of history go and it was such a little uh, an iconic entrance you know to that land mm-hmm. so it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next little, next little while here with, I know what's gonna what's the engine's gonna I'm, I'm just really excited you know I'm like oh my god things are things are happening <laughs> things are moving rather quickly for this fantasy land expansion yeah for us so well you know and like two years it's gonna be 2019 and then right after that it's gonna be 2020 and we're gonna have all this stuff open so it's gonna fly by it yeah like they need to move quickly on this so not surprising (laughs) (laughs) but of course we will keep you updated as you know we know more and stuff like that and we'll have pictures on twitter and on the website and everything so if you want to go and check those out please feel free um there's some new good duffy goods coming out surprise oh, surprise what what, what 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 are they i haven't seen this what okay so okay you know you could buy a fluffy parka at one point they also had fluffy converse they had mittens yeah. they have like the hats like the the fuzzy hats the ears and everything well now there is a duffy and shelly may backpack that is fuzzy, a fuzzy Duffy and Shelly May backpack. Wait, 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 like there, it's not the one that's their head then. No, 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 no. What is this? It's, what? Well, it's like, so you know those, um, the uh, Mickey black backpacks you can get at Disneyland, you know, with the little ears on the top and it's all black? Yeah. They look like that, but instead of Mickey ears, they're Duffy ears and it's all fuzzy. Oh, it's cute. So they have that, and then they're all. We're getting a bunch of new Gelatoni merchandise as well. Gelato- okay, but can we talk about something? Mm. Why do they always release these like fluffy goods right before summer? In summer, <laughs> you knew That's it. You knew question. you could read my mind because I'm like, man, I. It's like it sounds so cute. Like this would have been perfect. Like heading like fall into winter, right? Mm-hmm. Because why now? Because oh, it's I just so, think it's, of it's sweat. Gonna get hot. I can't, no, I can't even, and it's already, (laughs) like, today was cool, but you've had a couple of days that already feel like summer, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. Like, do you buy it and save it? Like, what do you do? I've already seen people, they also tend to release the giant plush around this time, so I wonder, like, giant gelatoni plushes coming out in the middle of freaking summer or something. Because they always do this, and I'm like, why do you do this, you guys? I feel like you would sell more going into the, like, the Christmas season, too, because you give gifts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what they should do with the Duffy goods? Like, they should sell, like, a special, like, Gelatoni, Duffy, Shelly Mae, Stella Lou, or whatever. One that you can put, like, an ice pack in, and then when you hug it, it's nice <laughs> and cold. Although that might be a little weird. You know what they sell? What's okay. That? Have you seen this? Have you been to, like, like afternoon, like, the, the store afternoon tea, or, like, some of these stores that sell, like, like these little towels and stuff? They have yeah. this little towel that I swear you touch it and it feels cool to the touch. And I don't know how they do it. Hmm. It is like the craziest thing. But if you made like a Duffy backpack like that, that you put it on and it cools you down like that fabric, whatever they use, that would be amazing. That'd be very smart. Yes. And you could call it Cool Duffy or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Cool Duffy. (laughs) Duffy Cool. I don't know. Oh, Duffy Cool. I like that. Something. 
Whatever. And he could be wearing sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, uh, there's new Duffy Goods coming out in June. Uh, we'll have more information on it once we know more. Um, I saw this information from, like, a site that that gets this information early, so... What about the Gelatoni stuff? Wait, you're moving on, and we we have not even what what what's new for Gelatoni? Oh, there's just like keychains. Uh, you know, like all the like the standard Gelatoni stuff that they release, like the the keychains, the stationery, uh, the pencils, things like that. Like, you know, those little items. Yeah, I guess they're just like refreshing them. Okay, that's essentially what they're doing. All right, that's cool. I don't know. They need to. Make gelatoni merchandise that matches Hong Kong or better than Hong Kong because Hong Kong is killing it right now with gelatoni merchandise. I know what's so going I don't, on with that. So I don't understand why we aren't because we should be because gelatoni was born here. <laughs> so I, I don't get it. I don't. I don't understand what they're doing. Yeah, but either way, it's really it, it. It's nice to see that we're getting new merchandise. So there's that. Can we talk about Twitter news? Sure. This person, um, Hina at K89F6, check out their account because they have this photo of the fashionable Easter going on. And then you know how like you can see Fortress Explorations in the background? In the background, I can't speak English. Um, They have this girl sitting on the window with her feet sticking out on the roof and it looks like insane. And she's watching the show sitting there and I guess there's somebody behind her. I don't know what they're doing, but like it's it's so freaking weird and it looks so dangerous. And I'm like, oh my god. And people are like freaking out about it. And I'm su- I'm surprised, like well, I'm I'm sure a cast member may have said something to her at some point. No man. I hope. I think they're really understaffed. Hmm. So it's 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 kind of like a, a big problem right now. And I, I don't know what's going on. It's always around this time of year, too. People tend to start doing, like, crazy things, like, as we get into summer. Have you noticed that? Like, people jumping into the water or sitting on, like, the the edge of the, like, banister to take pictures and stuff like that. I don't know what it is about, like, the changing of the season going into summer, but people start to get a little nutty. I don't know. I have, I don't know. I don't really pay attention. I'm kind of in my own little world. I get nervous, man. When I see people sitting on the banister, like over the water, I start freaking out. And I'm like, should I say something? I don't know if I should say something. Because what if they fall and they die? You know, and it's like, I don't want to be the Disney police, but I also don't want people to die. You know what I mean? So I get really, really nervous about it. Mm. And I'm like, get down. You should get down. It's dangerous. You know? <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, okay. So is there any more news? There's no news, really. No, it's very slow right now. It'll pick up. Okay. It will. Crowd forecast. All right. So we get our crowd forecast information from tdrnavi.jp. And you can see crowd forecast information and predictions for up to six months ahead of time in advance. And they also have it in English, which is a bonus. And this is for the week of May 22nd. And uh, just like last week, we're in the best time to visit right now. It's nice and slow during the week. Low 30s, 40s out of 100. So it's not very busy. The weather is very favorable right now. um, Except for the rain, which we'll talk about in a moment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And 
typical weekend crowds, you know, as we always say, don't visit on the weekend if you can help it, because the weekends are always busy no matter what time of year you visit. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Very nice time to, to be visiting. So I know there's a lot of you here right now, so I hope you're enjoying it. And yeah. Okay, All right. Uh, so question time. Yeah. What's that? What's it showing for Mondays? Mondays? Are they showing like an uptick? Not really. Okay. So I would be careful because a lot of schools are starting to do their sports festivals. And uh, uh-huh. so then the kids have the day off on the following Monday. So I would just, it shouldn't be too many. It shouldn't be too crazy. But just in case, I would, like, if you have a choice between a Monday and a Tuesday, I would edge towards that Tuesday. That works. I might take um, little the little guy to um, Disneyland for the, like, last Usatama on the Monday at the end of the month because his sports day is on that weekend. But I feel like oh. there'll be a lot of other kids there. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. Right? <laughs> We'll see. Well, uh, speaking of being like uh, going to the parks and stuff, what, what have you done this week? What I don't know. You know, it was Mother's Day weekend, so we didn't do that much. We did go to Xperi, and I saw. Oh my gosh, I saw these people. It was amazing. They had like six or seven Stella Lou's. And they were posing them in the Ixbiari garden, like on the banister and taking pictures. And it looked so hilarious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I saw, I, would, I took a picture, but I didn't want to, you know, like steal their picture. So I didn't post it, <laughs> you know. But it was really cute. So it's probably floating out there somewhere on Twitter. But like, there's a lot of people kind of gathering their, st- I don't know what it is about Stella Lou, but gathering them in groups and making them do cute poses and stuff. But I didn't go oh. to the parks. Fair enough. It's a, it's a slow time of year, you know. And Easter runs so long. It's just like you know, there's only so much we can do for Easter before we're like, okay, is it you know, is it Tanabata days yet? I want to go see the Usatamas again, though. One more time. One more time. Maybe two more times if I can fit it in. <laughs> That's fair. What have you been up to? Um. I had to think about this. I'm like, what have I done? I, I, I've been pretty busy the last few weeks. A lot of people visiting. And, of course, a lot of people want to go to Disneyland and all that. Um, so I was there today, and um, I ran into two listeners of the podcast. And I'm sorry. I forgot your names. I'm so sorry. It's just, yeah, I've been meeting a lot of people lately. So uh, it's been really hard to keep everyone's uh, name straight. But... Um, you know who you are. You met me in the World Bazaar. It was raining today, and we talked for a little bit. And you know, thank you so much for stopping me. And of course, if like if there's anyone in the parks and they happen to see me, feel free to stop me. It's totally cool. I love meeting people, so don't be shy. Come and say hi. That rhymed. <laughs> <laughs> don't be shy. Come and say hi. You should have like um, a shirt with that and your face. <laughs> Am I, I, on the back so then people can tell yeah yeah anyway. no <laughs> <laughs> that's weird <laughs> but it's but, like a um, good weird you know what i mean okay go ahead go ahead sorry 
it might be a little too narcissistic for me. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I was in the parks today with um, my friend uh, Sum Sum Marie. She's on Instagram. Um, so you can go check that out. And we hung out today. It was super fun um, hanging out with Sum Sum Marie. And um, the weirdest thing happened today. Oh. With the, with the rain. Oh, my gosh. I know. So it was supposed to be, you know, it was forecasted to be cloudy all day. Okay, fine, whatever. Uh-huh. And then we're, we were, we were um, going to Splash Mountain and, you know, we could see dark clouds rolling in. We thought, okay, whatever. I'm sure it'll just go by really quickly, whatever it is. And we get on to Splash Mountain and for those that haven't been on our Splash Mountain, our queue is completely inside. And also the uh, loading for uh, Splash Mountain is also all inside. Yeah. So once we got in and then we went and then we we're finally outside, when we're going like on the uh, incline to go outside, we were looking and we, and we thought, oh my goodness, it's pouring <laughs> rain. And once we got outside, it was like a wall of water. Oh. Just like hit us, and you know, for and and again, for those that haven't been on our Splash Mountain, we have like the uh, safety bars that lock like lock us in to our seats. So we're literally locked in this log while it's like this torrential downpour, <laughs> and like being in the attraction for the first minute, we were just like we, completely drenched, oh and there was God. nothing we could do about it. We just sat there and just got rained on. Um, I think we may have dried off more by doing the drop at the end. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was pretty bad. It was weird, was it? Like, I, I, I took my umbrella out in the morning so I thought, oh, it's going to rain in the morning. And it never did. It was beautiful and sunny. So then, like, it was around, what, like 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock? Yeah, it was, it was like later in the afternoon. I get a call from my husband. And he's like, because he works like in this tower, like pretty nearby. And he's like, look, there's rain coming. And I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. And he's like, no, no, no. Call our son. There's a lot of rain coming. And I'm like, oh, how much rain is it? He's like, a lot. And I'm like, uh, okay. But like, no, he wasn't kidding. And it was pretty fast, right? It was like here and gone. Yeah, it lasted like, I don't know, maybe half an hour, 45 minutes, something like that. It was like Florida rain. Yeah, it was just like torrential downpour and then gone. Nice and sunny. Like, what's going on? (laughs) So weird. Yeah, the weather is changing in Japan. So, I mean, I guess everywhere, right? But it's very bizarre. And then, so after, well, before this all happened, um, I went to the Great American Waffle Company. (gasps) Ooh. And I had the mango waffle. What? How was it? Oh my god, it was delicious. Oh my goodness, it was delicious. It was so oh good. My god. Yeah, so um it has like mango like mango's like puree, I guess. And it also has, has like mango syrup and like little mango pieces and whipped cream. It was delicious. It was so good. I could have had another one. What's the price point on that? Um, it was 700 yen. That's not bad for like a dessert with mangoes because usually in the city, like mangoes will like bump up the price, mm. you know, so that's not bad at all. 
It was it was really good, and this is the special one, and I I think it goes until end of summer probably. Wow, nice. Yeah, so it it was super good, so good. Um, and then I had. Um, we were kind of eating around Disneyland. Like we had the the pizza spring rolls, and we also the pizza spring rolls over in Toontown. We oh. had those, and we also had the sweet cream cheese pretzel, also in Toontown. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, the, like those are the two snacks a lot of people skip because I guess no one they talks have it about all the them. Time, you know. Yeah, they're always there, and they're not exactly cute. Like they're not like. These snacks you would take uh, like take pictures of and like oh my goodness this is so cute right no like they're not very cute like it's a, a spring roll and a pretzel like there's nothing cute about it <laughs> but they taste so good and so many people skip it so you listeners when you go yeah you can have the cute like rabbit Sunday rabbit Sunday that's wow. pretty cute though. <laughs> It is cute. You can have that. You can have the green alien mochi. You know, like, yeah, you can have all that. But don't forget to have the spring roll and the cream cheese pretzel, the sweet cream cheese pretzel. Like, Oh, my God. You know what's so also good. really good? What's that? The cream cheese brownie. Oh, yeah. That's so good. Isn't it? Like, that's life, man. Those three, like, they could perform, like, the trifecta of the always there but always delicious foods mm-hmm. <laughs> that are also really reasonably priced by the way so if you're like yeah, on a they're... budget it's super filling and super yummy oh yeah uh for the the brownie where can you get the brownie i'm trying to think like where did it move get... to only disney sea i feel like they might have it at disneyland in the bakery me yeah that's a good yeah 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 go to the bakery try sure the, the... They'll probably have it. Yeah, Disney Sea. Um, it's in the, like the booth going towards um, what is it? Port Discovery, isn't it? Like there's like a little house or booth type place where you can buy it. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, there's like this little snack stand kind of thing. Yeah, and probably also at the bakery, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> they <laughs> like they like to move this stuff around on us, so it's kind of hard to keep track of it all. It is. They try to trick you. You're like, oh no, it's not here. I guess I'll try something else. You know, it's and like, then oh, go no, find just, it later. I'll buy two. <laughs> you know, they just moved it. They ended up moving it. But yes, don't skip those. They're very good, and they're always there. They've been there forever. They're probably not going anywhere anytime soon. And if they are, there's going to be an uproar because I will start one. um and what else what else did i do um that's pretty much it since well since the meetup that's all i've really done it feels like we just talked about the meetup but it feels like it was just yesterday it does doesn't it isn't that like so weird i feel like we were like just hanging out the other day i'm like what happened yeah (laughs) but that was almost a week ago now yeah, it was. I don't know, man. Time time, time flies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> time flies. Time flies. Um all right, so uh, we can talk about um our tips for visiting Tokyo, like Tokyo, like proper like the city Tokyo, not Disneyland, but Tokyo during a holiday. So let's say you end up finding yourself here during like, you know, like maybe golden week or just a long weekend um 
it happens, right? And also, this this kind of applies to just weekends in general, too, in Tokyo. Just because there's so many people here, the weekends get very busy. No matter where you go, there's going to be people. Especially there's going to be a like wait. Something new. Like something brand new, something just debuting. There's going to be people. And if you're not used to that, it could be very jarring and very off putting and very stressful. So I feel like the only difference is that, like, on a weekend, it's people that live here. So they're not incompetent. And on the holidays, all the Tokyo people, like, get out. And then it's people that don't know how to use the train system. They stop at the top of escalators looking all confused. They can't put their ticket in the machine. Or they'll put the wrong ticket in the machine and it gets stuck. And then it starts beeping. And then nobody can go through. And everybody's waiting. And we're like, what's going on, you guys? We got to go to work and stuff. And and it, it's like just people that don't know where they're going or what they're doing. And I think that's like the only difference. Like on the weekends, there's a lot of people, but they, they know what's going on. They're like, okay, they're, they're all walking with purpose, you know? That's true. So I guess um, like these like things we're going to talk about, you you can kind of apply these to Tokyo like Disney Resort as well. But oh, yeah, this is this is more towards just like if you find yourself in Tokyo um, during like a holiday, because as we said many times, um, you don't want to go to Disneyland on a holiday because it's it's going to be very busy. So like Golden Week. Um, there's also Silver Week, which is in the fall, then New Year's and stuff like that. So you definitely don't want, don't want to do that. But if you find yourself here, like, sorry, if you are not visiting during that time, but you may be in the city during a holiday because you went to Disneyland during the week and then there's a holiday on the weekend, you know, of course, there's going to be people around, right? So um Let's just get right into it. I I wrote a whole bunch of stuff here, so we'll just kind of go through it. Yeah. Um, make reservations ahead of time for restaurants. This is more for, I guess, more fancier restaurants or restaurants that you, you know, have heard of, that people have told you about. Make a reservation ahead of time. Like, um, I know a lot of people that have visited here... Uh, what they will do, like if they're staying at a hotel that has a concierge, you can ask the concierge to make a reservation for you. So like if, if you're trying to go to like a special sushi restaurant or something like that, where English may not be available to make a reservation, you can have the concierge do that for you. Which is super nice, of course. Um I guess, like, other things would be, like, the robot restaurant. Uh, you want to book that as far in advance as you can, of course, especially for a holiday, because they, they do fill up, and it's a very popular tourist destination as well. Um, but, yeah, the, I, I guess that would be it for, like, restaurants. <laughs> like, yeah. fancier avoid, restaurants, avoid, I would say, like, like ones that, yeah. that, that require the reservation, so... Yeah, like yeah, sushi restaurants, of course, because um, a lot of these sushi restaurants, like the fancier ones, um, they have very limited seats. Like a lot of these places will have like you know maybe ten seats. Yeah. So they're very small, and you you definitely can't just waltz up there and expect to get in. And I would say, 
like I mean it goes without saying avoid peak times avoid tea time a lot of people like to sit down around three-ish uh, just to relax especially after walking around all day and like sightseeing or whatever so avoid peak times like that and I would say go off the beaten track you know like yeah there's all these like touristy places you can dine at but like man like if you go to like a place like Ginza there are restaurants on top of restaurants on top of restaurants on top of restaurants so don't be afraid to go to like a restaurant on the fourth floor or a restaurant on the basement level that looks like you have to like crawl down this little tunnel to find it like try out like all these different places because like the dining opportunities are literally endless there's so many places you could never like if you went every day for like years you could not go to every restaurant in the city oh yeah it, it would be impossible so there's so many places so um be adventurous and the quality tends to be pretty high all around you know yeah, Japan is very picky on, like, how their food is presented and, like, ingredients and stuff. So, it's really hard to find a place that is not good. Like, of course, there's places that are better than others. Yeah, but, that's true. <laughs> but for the most part, like, food is very safe. Food is very good no matter where you go. It's just, you know, there's, yeah, as you said, there's endless places to eat. Um uh, for those of you that are adventurous that can maybe read a little bit of Japanese or are willing to fumble through menus, there's a really popular app called Tabelog, which is T-A-B-E-L-O-G. And that is basically Japan's version of Yelp. And if you can read a little bit of Japanese, um, you can see... Like, you can have it search restaurants around you and tell you, like, which are the most popular ramen restaurants, sushi restaurants, tonkatsu, which is the breaded pork, or, you know, burger place or burrito place, whatever. It'll find it around you and tell you where to go. So, I like to use it um, sometimes when I'm like, yeah, I feel like trying something new. I'll just open up the app. I'm like, okay, I want... Tonkatsu, the, the the breaded pork. Okay, what's the number one place in in my area mm-hmm. where I am? And it'll tell you. It's like, okay, this is the this is the number one rated place. I'm like, okay. Well, if it's like a weekend, I'm like, I should probably avoid it because it's probably busy. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, so, you'll, but you'll know it's good because everybody, you know, because people are really picky here. Um, there's mm-hmm. just there's too many places to go and there's not enough time. So like, if it's highly ranked, it's probably really good. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and then once um, you get there, um, you know, it's so easy. Like, like before it used to be like a big hassle that you might like, go, oh, this little like tiny restaurant, but maybe there's no English menus or whatever. But now it's so easy because like the Google Translate, the Google, ooh, I can't talk. Like Google, Google Google Translate has like that photo um, option that you, you just scan it over and it'll translate it, you know. In real time. And then there's another app, which is really good, um, which is called Yomiwa, I want to say. Yeah, it's called Yomiwa. And it'll also, like, you hover it over specific words and it'll read it for you as well. And you can actually freeze it and then kind of, like, go and show them or whatever the translation. So, yeah, it's pretty easy. Like, now, you know, compared to before. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's getting easier, of course. And... You know, if you can, you know, say a couple phrases in Japanese, that also really helps as well. Um, well, another thing, um, 
like let's say you're staying at a air airbnb like a lot of airbnbs depending on where you're like which one you're staying at um it may have um like a stove and stuff for you to be able to cook on or a microwave mm-hmm. or something so uh you can save yourself money by cooking at home well quote unquote home um by like going to the grocery store and picking up a couple of things and then just like making yourself something at your airbnb um i do know some like some airbnbs don't want you to use the stove because like they're gas stoves and stuff like that so oh. it kind of depends on where where you're staying so make sure like whatever airbnb you're at just make sure you read the rules and see if you're allowed to use the stove and all that kind of stuff but if you are then yeah like of course um you can save money by cooking at home and there's grocery stores everywhere in tokyo um a lot of like department stores and stuff malls i I should say um like the groceries are in the like in the basement floor most of the time but those are the expensive grocery stores chris yeah but but it's so fun to look at (laughs) they are but like that's like the easiest way to find them yeah. without having to go to like a Seven Eleven because Seven Eleven is kind of expensive as well for, oh, for sure. fresh food because yeah. you know you're 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 paying for the convenience, but to find like a proper grocery store, you kind of have to be out of like central Tokyo a little bit, like ones that aren't like super expensive, right? Tokyo has some. Like I would avoid avoid um, Peacock, avoid Seijo Ishi. Um, mm-hmm. Go to places like um, what are some really good ones? Um, if you see OK Store, it's super cheap and it's super good, and they actually have a really good international selection too. Um, Eon is really is has pretty decent ish prices. I want to say Ito would be in between I- Ito Yokato. Ito, yeah, it's like it's not as expensive as like the nice nice grocery stores, but it's not that cheap either. So I would no. stick Eon is everywhere. So if you find an Eon grocery store, I would I would hit that up. Yeah, and that's spelled A E O N. Yes. A- it's like Aeon Eon, yeah. Um there's also Seiyu. Oh, Seiyu's super one. cheap. Yeah. Say Seiyu is Walmart essentially cuz Walmart owns Seiyu. Oh. So yeah, it's 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 Walmart. So it's you know, Walmart prices. So low prices um I, I guess, like, comparing it to Japan, I should say. Because, <laughs> um, you know, like, you know, fruit just in general in Japan is expensive yeah, across the board. But um, it's cheaper, right? And it's it's somewhat familiar because, you know, it's Walmart in a sense. So, like the signage you know, and stuff? Yeah, it, it, it's, it feels very familiar. Um, and depending on where you're staying, if you're lucky enough... There's also a chain called Gyomu Super, Gyomu Supa, um, which is like a no frills grocery store, which, you know, it's one of those places where like restaurants go to buy stuff. Okay. So, yeah, you know, like there's like you can buy frozen food, you can buy fresh food and all of it doesn't have branding on it. It's just like plain packaging. Oh, cool. And so that's one that I go to all the time because, you know, I don't care about brands and stuff like that i just Mm -hmm. want i just want fresh spinach and lettuce and like tomatoes and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and again it's called gyomu super super like gyomu super um 
I think they're more in the suburbs than in central Tokyo. So you just have to kind of go on Google and see if there's one around you. I think it's spelled G-Y-O-M-U. Gyomu. Super. S-U-P-E-R. See if if they're around. All right, um, enough about food. I felt like... How do we always get off on these tangents? We're like, supermarkets! We always do, right? <laughs> but it's, yeah. I think it's kind of interesting because nobody... I, I, you don't usually see people talking about this stuff. You know? That's true. It's one of those things people... I don't know, you just... Like you forget about, about, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, well, and... Like, we also have Costco here as well. I hate Costco but, in every but, in every location. It drives me. It makes me so infuriated to walk through there. I ne- I've never been to one here. It's there's like just, these giant carts, and I know the walkways are also giant, but just everything is giant, and I don't, I don't like it. It's so heavy, and big, and carts, and oh my, yeah, but they give out samples, which is cool. But, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it, it's basically the same as the one in America. It is. You no, know, it's eerily the same. It's like really freaky. It's like you walk in and you're like, are we in America? What's going on? You know, and that's kind of cool. Like if, if you have like the members card, I don't know if you can use the American members card here just to see how eerily similar it is. I would check that out because that's super interesting, <laughs> like how they have it like on point exactly like in the States. It's so weird, the things that make it over here. I know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, just to um, summarize really quick. Yeah, make your reservations ahead of time. Use the concierge if you can, if you're staying at a hotel. Or just cook at your Airbnb. And you can even go to, like, Seven Eleven or, like, Lawson Family Mart, the convenience stores. They have ready-made food already, and they'll warm it up for you and everything. And it's relatively priced. Like, it's not super expensive. It's not super cheap, but it's not super expensive either. Yeah. Like, you can get, um, like, 7-Eleven will have, um, like, a bento box that has rice and some meat, like hamburger or something, and some vegetables. And that'll cost you probably around 4 to $5, which is really not that bad for a fully, like, a full meal. You don't have to cook, you know. Yeah, it's super, super convenient, super convenient. Um, for other things that aren't food related, um, if you're planning to do like museums or other special events, much like the restaurants, um, you, you should probably try and get your tickets ahead of time if you can. Yeah. Um, a lot of like the, the really like big museum exhibits and stuff like that, um, they usually have information available in English. Mm-hmm. So if you know of a exhibit that's coming up during your trip, um, yeah, just make sure, like, check out if they have um, English, like an English website and see what you can do to buy tickets. Because some of them allow you to buy them online. And it's so much easier. Is, yeah. it's And, like, saves you time and, instead of waiting in line, all that kind of stuff. Um I know we've mentioned this in the podcast before. A good place to look is Time Out Tokyo. Mm-hmm. It's all in English, and they list all the current events that are happening in the city. So you like there'll be stuff on the art museum and special events and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, speaking of special events, 
things that are happening right now. There's the the art of animation, dis, the the Disney exhibit. Oh, that's right. It's happening right now. How long is that going on until? Um, I think October. Okay. October of this year. Um, so that's happening, and it's one of those things where it gets very busy on weekends and holidays. Yeah. So it. So if you can, buy your tickets ahead of time if you happen to be going during that time. And I would go uh, at opening because unlike yes. Disneyland at opening, it's usually empty. Yeah, Earth. people don't get there until like the afternoon. Right. So if it opens at 10, go there at 10 because not a lot of people are going to be there. Yeah. Most people wait until the afternoon. That's when it just gets really super busy. Um, another special event that's going on is the Marvel exhibit in... Um, was it um, Rapungi? Yeah, it's so fun. Um, but that's only happening until I believe the end of June. Yeah, and they had the. I, I think they already changed the cafe over, so the cafe in the museum was themed to Guardians of the Galaxy, and mm. um, next or it should be already, but it should be themed to Spider Man Homecoming right now, and probably a menu change. Oh, likely. <laughs> yeah. But before they had like a Thor hamburger and um, they had like a Groot curry. And it was like oh, really cute. cute. <laughs> um, and yeah, like if there's like, let's say a special pop-up cafe, like if there's a Pokemon cafe or like a special Disney one or, you know, other like things like Sailor Moon and all those kind of things. Like if you know if there's one happening... Get there as soon as it opens. Yes. Like, don't like, don't try and go in the afternoon. You're just gonna drive yourself nuts. And sometimes they even do like line cut off. Yeah. So like they'll say, yeah, they're like, you know, the lines cut off for the rest of the day. So to avoid disappointment, go first thing in the morning. Find out when it opens and get there like an hour before if you really want to get in. Then that way you're not waiting forever in a day to get in. Um, as an example, this was a few years ago, but I went to the uh, pop-up cafe for Pokemon, uh, like Ruby and Sapphire, when they re-released <laughs> it, and I got there like a good hour before the first, like the first um, people were seated, and it was like a, it was a first come first serve thing. Mm-hmm. So what they did was they gave us a time to come back. Oh, so cool. essentially it was like a fast pass is what they were doing. No, and that's smart because even before opening, there's a line, you know, yeah. it's, it gets really nuts with those limited time cafes. Yeah. And yeah, with, with, a, with, a, with a good reason too, because they usually have like limited merchandise and all this kind of stuff. So get there early. <laughs> Um, trains trains are not really all that crowded yeah like during during holidays mainly because like during the weekdays um, between like 7 and 9 that is when everyone's going to work going to school all that stuff so the, the trains are very crowded in the morning and then also in the evening like 6 o'clock onwards it's always very busy so like people going into Tokyo and out of Tokyo that's when it's super busy but during holidays it's not like there's not really a peak time because the crowds are so spread out so the trains are really not all that bad like the trains will be a little crowded depending on where you are but 
for the most part, um, like for the trains, you're you're uh, not going to see like people being pushed on the train. You know, with the with the uh, employees with the white gloves pushing people on. Oh no! You're, yeah, yeah, that really doesn't happen all that often, just because you know crowds are spread out. So, um, getting on the trains and stuff like that, you're not really going to have a problem with having to push yourself on. And I would say. Well, if you live in a hotel, not, not live in a hotel, if you're staying <laughs> at a hotel um, or staying at like a place with a BRNB that has like a highway bus nearby, at the end of the day, if you can take a bus directly from whatever location to where you're staying um, and you can avoid transferring and all of that mess, it's so much easier. So I would say um, on top of the trains, look into the highway buses as an option. It's got Wi-Fi. It's got nice extra roomy seating. And it's just so much more comfortable. Yeah. So if you're going from like one part of Tokyo to another, instead of having to take all these transfers on train, yeah, see if there's a bus available. So a good example is you, you can actually go from like, either Tokyo Station, Shinjuku Station, other major stations in Tokyo, you can take the bus to and from Tokyo Disney Resort. Absolutely. Which is really nice. Yokohama to um, Skytree. Exactly. Yeah, there's like all these convenient buses that you can do. And it's and they're priced pretty affordably, I'd say. Yeah. Like they're not super expensive. Like as an example, uh to take the bus from Shinjuku to Tokyo Disney Resort and vice versa. It's about 800 yen one way, which is a little bit more than the train. But if you don't have to do all these transfers, it's almost worth it. It is so worth it. And I think to get to Skytree, it comes out like maybe slightly cheaper. Mm. So, I mean, oh my gosh, you guys, trust me. It's worth, especially at the end of the day, when you don't want to do anything, you just want to crawl into your hotel bed after a nice shower and bath. It's like the best thing in the world. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Taking the bus is so nice because <laughs> you don't have to do because usually you'll get a seat. Um, and it's just worry like it's worry free. You don't have to worry about like missing your stop and everything because it usually goes from point A to point B and that's it. Super nice. And yeah, just uh, type in like Tokyo like highway bus and the website will come up. They have it in English and everything. So just make sure you check it out. Um, if you don't want to deal with like a lot of the crowds and like um, <laughs> the uh, like museums, special events in the malls, and all that kind of stuff, you can take in. There's a lot of free parks in Tokyo, believe it or not. Really nice parks. Beautiful parks. So there's like Yoyogi Park. Which is bit um, between Her- um, um, Harajuku and Shibuya, gigantic park, very well known park, very spread out, and it does get busy like on holidays and stuff. But it's so big, you're not really gonna notice anything really. Um, there's also Ueno Park, which is more northern Tokyo. And that's where the, the there's also a zoo up there as well, which I highly recommend. And they also have museums. There's like three or four museums just in the park alone. So like the, there's lots to do in Ueno Park. Um, 
There's also the gardens, the Shinjuku gardens. Those are lovely. Which is for very pretty um this one's not actually free though it's 200 yen to get in but it's definitely worth it it's like 200 yen it's really not that much to see a very beautiful park um and then uh close to tokyo disney resort isn't it like one station away mm-hmm. which one? Oh, kasai rinkai Is... park yeah kasai rinkai koen it's pretty yeah. chill yeah it's got an ocean observatory. It's got like, a, not like a beach beach, but like a little beach that you can, you know, walk along and kids are always playing in. Um, it's got this really great aquarium, which I, I really recommend. And there was a penguin that escaped. So maybe you can look for the penguin with the guilty face. They found him. So he's back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a really, it's really great. It's lovely um, for like boys days. Uh, sorry, children's day. They'll put out the, the little carp kites and everything. So um, it's great. There's a, a Ferris wheel, which is bigger than the famous one in Odaiba. And it's mm-hmm. cheaper. So that's my tip of the of the golden week. <laughs> golden week's over, but <laughs> yeah, there, there there's tons of green space in Tokyo, yeah. and a lot of these places are free to get in. And it's just you know, it's one of those things that a, a lot of people that live in Tokyo know about these places, so they go to it, and it's beautiful. And there's there, there's usually something always going on. So make sure you go and and check those out. Um. Another thing to do, avoid the big tourist areas if you can. It's so hard, though, because like when it, you come, it's tough. you know, you want to see the famous, you know, sites, Famous right? this, famous that. Yeah. yeah, I totally understand. I get that. But like, for me, like one of the worst places to go is um, Harajuku. Yeah. And also Shibuya. Harajuku isn't like to me i'm sorry it's a nightmare on weekends and holidays it, there's just so many people because everyone wants to go to that um uh, street. Dori. yeah everyone wants to go there and it's like you're literally just like shoulder to shoulder walking down down the street and the shops are small and I just, I don't enjoy it because there's just so many people. No, go during a weekday. I, but some people want to experience that, like, hustle and bustle. Yeah. But I would, what I would do is go for, like, something kind of really interesting. Go to, like, Omote Sando, which is, it's all kind of the same area, right? Like, Omote Sando, Shibuya, Harajuku. But go to, like, the back streets. Get off that main road and go to the back streets. And there's so many little shops and there is nobody. There's, like, no people. And it's so interesting. There's, like, little hidden cafes cafes and it's like a little wonderland of exploration that you can enjoy and it's that same area it's the exact same area but it's not the touristy part yeah it's one of those things that just like just off the beaten path not a lot of people know about it so find a back street or whatever and just wander down that you never know what you're gonna find trust me um another place to really avoid is odaiba Odaiba is such a huge tourist it's area. It's a trap. Don't go there. It's, it's like, it's full of malls and there's like, uh, there's the, the big Ferris wheel and everything. Um, a lot of like tours go there, mm-hmm. especially on the weekends. So you're going to see tour buses. Yeah. Tons of tour buses. And um, there's the uh, one mall. Uh the name is escaping me. It's the one with the uh, Gundam in front of it. Diver City. Um, Diver, 
Diver City, that place, avoid it on the weekends and holidays. Like, it, it, it's not fun. I mean, it's a mall. It's a nice mall, yeah. Like, it's just a mall. If you, pretty much. It, it has, like, all, you know, all the Japanese brands and stuff like that, which is fine. That's cool. And Gundam's gone. You, oh, no, so now, like, there's not even Gundam. Yeah. They're building a new, bigger one or something. I don't know. <laughs> Newer, bigger. I don't know. They're, they're building something there. But, um, like, if you want to go to it, go, like, don't go during a weekend or holiday. No. But it, yeah, it's a mall. Like, it doesn't feel like Japan. It really does. It feels like a North American mall is basically how it feels. Um, but, you know, it, it's nice. It's it's nice to visit, like, once. But then after that, you know, you can go to more more interest, interesting places after that. Um, um, I found, like, places like Shinjuku and Akihabara aren't too bad on a holiday or weekend just because they open up the street that's true ginza too they open up that street on on saturdays yeah that's that's right yeah so they yeah so they like close off parts of the like parts of the streets to vehicles and it's just like all um just um um pedestrians so it, it it like there's a lot of people but doesn't feel as crowded I feel like the key is always off the beaten path because Akihabara too. I mean, and, and probably this is not going to interest the people that, you know, their main purpose is going there. But like they've got so many interesting things going on now with like this um, craft and arts movement where they you have like this um, artisan alley um, around there uh, between Akihabara and I think Okamachi is what it's called. And it's oh, called yeah. um, uh, Akioka. And then there's another place like the old train station, Mansebashi train station, which they renovated, but they kept the old building and the shops are really fashionable and interesting. They got like this really nice brewery there and it's really lovely sweets shops. And it's just like, you know, it's it's not like the image I know of like neon and like uh, game and animation culture and all that stuff and electronics, but it's also part of that area and it's kind of like this new kind of like growing um, part of that city. And I think that's super interesting. Yeah, it's one of those like... Things you would never think of, I guess, when you would go to Akihabara. Right, you don't associate it. And it's good. Like, like, So, like, let's say you're a couple or something or you're a group of friends and some friends are into one thing and some friends are into another thing and then you can kind of, like, split up for a little bit and then meet up later. So you could do that, too, you know? Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, go off the beaten track because there's so many interesting things that you would never expect to find and you might just find it by chance. Exactly. Just pick a street and just go and see see what happens. Like Japan's very safe. It is. Go inside of buildings, outside of buildings, because like even like as you go like within certain areas. So like let's say Shibuya. Like when like before like the earthquake, I used to explore the city a lot more, and I would just go inside a building and walk up and see what was on the fourth floor or the fifth floor and find these little tiny hidden cafes and stuff, and it was like really fascinating. You'll find little treasures. <laughs> um and I guess to like sum up our our tips for visiting Tokyo um do everything early. Yeah. 
do it as early as you can. Yes, it's very tempting to sleep in, you know, because you're, you know, you're on vacation. Um, this may be, you know, a really long two, three, four week trip or whatever, and you want to relax a little bit. But trust me, do everything early. You'll thank us later. You'll beat the crowds and just treat it like you're going to Disneyland. Get there early. <laughs> and places close early. So that watch is very true. Out. A lot of places will close. Like some places will close at eight. Yeah. Some will close at ten. Um, usually ten is like the uh, magical number for a lot of places. That would be super late for a lot. Like if you go to Ginza, everything's like closed by like what, like eight thirty. It's nuts. Yeah. You know. Things close early. Just. Rule of thumb. Things close early. It's just how it goes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, hopefully that's useful. <laughs> um, you know, from going from Disneyland and going into the city. So you can save some of your sanity. Because trust me, I've gone to parts of Tokyo on like the busiest of days. And I just like said to myself, why did I do this? <laughs> Why did I come at this time? This is ridiculous. I shouldn't have done this. So learn from our mistakes, <laughs> essentially. Um, Park tip. I guess it's not really a park C- tip. It's more like tips. a city tip. Yeah, there we go. Um, If you're like going around the city a lot, like going from station to station and stuff, and you don't happen to have your JR rail pass, um, you can actually buy JR Day Passes or Tokyo Metro Passes if you're doing a lot of traveling in one day within, or usually within a 24-hour period. Um, and this saves you tons of money because going from, like, going from, like, one station to another, like, one station over, I think, like, at a minimum, it's at least 100 yen around there, but it's usually more. Like 100, 120, 130, something like that. Um, but you can buy a JR Day Pass at pretty much any JR station. And that is valid for um, any of the 23 wards within Tokyo, which is the like central area of Tokyo. So like all the stations along the Yamanote line, which is the, the, the big circle line. Uh, train line that kind of goes through all the major stops in Tokyo. So there's like Shinjuku, Shibuya, Tokyo Station, Ueno, um, and all those places like that. And there's also the Tokyo Metro Pass, um, which covers just the metro, and that covers you know um, a lot of the uh, same areas as well. And yeah, I'll I'll, I'll we'll uh, put links in the show notes so you can check that out yay (laughs) um and quickly we should you know we're kind of going over time uh but we have our listener question and this is gonna this is more about the parks so we're gonna go back to the parks a little bit uh listener question is from duncan Thank you for writing, Duncan. He writes, uh, me and my wife, Sue, and daughter, Lauren, 15 years old, are coming to Tokyo in late 
July this year, and we are big Disney freaks and have been fortunate to go to Disney World Florida, Disneyland Anaheim, Disneyland Paris, and we appreciate the differences in culture and how queues are organized. However, in your amazing podcast, you imply that it is okay for one member of a party to enter a queue for a ride whilst the other members go off and do something else. Uh, and um, this isn't really accepted and frowned upon elsewhere unless it's a comfort break. Is it acceptable, for example, for one member of a group to run, walk for a fast pass while the other members go uh, to another ride and keep space open for the fast pass runner walker? Okay, so um, I don't know, maybe. I don't know. So, okay, so uh, it's also frowned upon here, unless it's a comfort break, uh, I would say in quotation marks. What you can do is I would enter the queue. You have to enter the queue as a group. A lot of the times they'll ask you how many are in your party, and if not everybody is there, they won't even let you queue. So you have to enter as a group. And I think the reason why um, you can kind of get away with it here a little bit more is because the queues tend to be so long. We're talking like upwards of like um, an hour and a half or two hours or more. Um, but you can't do this with every queue. So for example, let's say you get in line for Toy Story. A really good example would be Toy Story Mania, right? So you get in line for Toy Story Mania. It says the wait is like two and a half hours or three hours. So you get in line. Um, then I would say it would be fine for maybe your wife and daughter to go get the fast pass once you've already entered the queue. Um, but then you run into other issues like meeting up together in line. And so it can get a little nerve wracking sometimes. Um, I think in the past, if we mentioned it, it might have been more in regards to shows or maybe the Big Bang Beat line, which is a line that is not moving um, because it's easier to meet back up with your party and um, you're kind of just stuck in one place. So if you have kids, um, it's it, they, they get a little a little exhausted waiting in line for like hours, you know, um, and it's a little tough on them. So to go out for a bathroom break to get a fast pass or whatever, I think it's okay personally. But no, like other parks, it is also frowned upon. So I wouldn't go for a really, really long break. Um, it w I would try to keep it um, as short as possible and to kind of like meet back up as soon as possible. Um, some attractions you can't do it. So if it's an in, I mean, you could, but it would be really, it would be not, not such a good situation. But like if there's an indoor queue or the line, if you're getting close to the indoor queue, I would not do it at that point because then it becomes much, much more difficult or impossible to meet up with your party. Yeah, that's a, that's a good rule of thumb. I guess like if it's a attraction queue that is constantly moving, everyone should be together. No one should leave unless they need to go to the toilet for whatever reason. Um, but as you mentioned, like the queues where you're not moving, like Big Band Beat, or if you're if you're waiting for like a parade or something like that, where you kind of you know save space for people in your party, that's okay as long as it's not too many people that you're holding a space for like you can't have like one person waiting for the parade and you're saving a spot for 10 people no 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 like i mean that won't fly that won't work maybe if it's an hour before and you have your leisure seats out then it's okay but um before that it's impossible they won't let you um yeah and then like for for an attraction queue yeah of course if it's like one adult and maybe leaving with two kids uh fine but the other adults should stay in queue if it's a bigger group it should it should be the minimum 
people that need to go like if you need to go to the bathroom or if the kids are getting a little antsy and you kind of need them to just walk outside for a little bit because it's just it's like a really tight area and that's another issue the area gets pretty tight so to get back um it's it's a little tough you know so if 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 it's a if it's a need i would do it if it's not a need i i would avoid it yeah so just try and keep everyone together as much as possible and that's the easiest thing to do (laughs) yeah so thank you duncan for uh sending us your question if if you have any questions for the podcast or um, suggestions or anything like that, you can send it to us. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. All right. So that's it for this episode. So make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. So give us those five stars, please, and thank you. And... As already mentioned, send your questions and suggestions to the show. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. And make sure you tell everybody about us. So if you know someone planning a trip, you know where to send them. Uh, You can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com. And also on Twitter and Instagram at tdrexplorer. And on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer and I'm the one eating the mango waffle at Disneyland because it is delicious (laughs) and also topping it off with a pizza roll because that's also delicious and joining as always is my beautiful co-host Patricia Uh, you'll find me at the parks I'm there I'll get there this week (laughs) Um, (laughs) and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram under dream sweets love You guys, thank you for listening. Um, Hope you enjoyed it and keep exploring. All right. We'll talk to you next time, explorers.